you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. We're joined back by a guest. Uh, I consider Josh a brother from another mother. Once we connected, I was like, man, this guy's got a lot of the same kind of energy and interests and overlap. So it's uh, it's really cool to see our online relationship growing. Um, today, we're actually just going to have some back and forth conversation uh, between what Josh is doing with his uh, his ecosystem of courses and the community he's building. Courses and community building are two of my favorite subjects. I've been in the industry now for almost a decade and uh, I'm, I'm excited. So this is, if you're listening to this or you're watching this on YouTube, uh, think of this as like a fly on the wall uh, observation of two people who are kind of deep, both in WordPress courses, online entrepreneurship and community building just having a conversation of how, how can we help each other grow? So Josh, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks for having me again, Chris. Yeah, I think it's a great way to put it. And I even told you, I just reached out to see like, I just told you, hey man, I would love to pick your brain about some stuff I've got on my mind because uh, I coach a lot of web designers and business owners, but most of them are not, even though they're in, in web design, they're not in the course space or the learning management space or the community space. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited to just have somebody who is like-minded in this area to to just pick your brain and get some ideas off of, and um, yeah, looking for some some advice and some things that you've seen because I know you're in with a lot of other course creators and community builders. So yeah, I appreciate this uh, coaching type of call, huh. man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well, how can I help? What's your biggest challenge or opportunity or area you want uh, a second set of eyes on? So I actually wanted to ask you, because we were talking about this before we went live, but I want to know what it looks like from your perspective, knowing me a little bit over the past year or so, or actually longer than that. You're also a part of my web design club. So I have a membership, which is which is my own personal web design club. That, that is for serious web designers and web business owners. That is not for people who are just starting their web design journey primarily because it is a, a premium uh, club. It's a membership. But I do have a bunch of free resources and I have my courses, which are separate. And as you know, a lot of students come through the courses at all different levels. And then the ones who are serious about their business and are looking for more of a mastermind, more connection with other like-minded people, and quite frankly, more direct contact with me because I'm getting to the point now where I just can't be available to random people. Uh, so I was already at the point where I need to, I'm starting to set up some filters um, to where you, you know, you'll know, you have to go through somebody to get to me. Uh, and I don't mean to sound like a total douchebag with that. I just mean like I literally can't answer random questions anymore. And, and do what I do. So I'd just like to ask you, Chris, what do you what are your thoughts on my current setup? How does it look from somebody who's who understands it but on the outside? Because I, I value your opinion on what I have going. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, there's so much in what you've said already to get into. Um the first thing, just for you that's listening to be clear and correct me if I've got this wrong, Josh, you offer courses. Uh, your target market is web designers and not necessarily super beginner web designers, but people who are serious and, and working in the WordPress space. And um, your community is actually an, 
uh, the club you call it is a membership, which is basically kind of an upsell that people can tack on to the courses, right? That's the business yes, model. That that's where, yeah. So generally, my students are really broke down into two categories. One is a brand new web designer looking to learn web design. Uh, and as you know, I'm a big Divi guy, so I use the Divi theme by Elegant Themes. What's interesting about my brand is I'm kind of in a niche within a niche within a niche. So there's how many millions of people learning web design? That's not my ideal audience. My audience isn't even WordPress necessarily. It's Divi. It's Divi WordPress web designers. Um, so that's one audience, learning Divi, learning web design, learning a little CSS and the tech side of things. I have courses on design, basic design principles, my web design process, and SEO. So those are more like the technical courses. But then I have courses for the business side of stuff. So I have a whole business course, which helps people either build their web design business or take it to the next level. And then I have a website maintenance plan course, helping them build recurring income. So those are kind of my two different people, people just learning web design or people who are starting their business or they're ready to take their business to the next level. Because I am coaching people now who have businesses that are doing 50, 75,000 to six figures, and I'm helping them get into six figures. So uh, yeah, those are kind of my, those are kind of my main kind of demographic as far as who I cater my content to. And then yeah, the membership is for the latter. The membership is for people who are business oriented, um, which leads me to another question I'll ask in a little bit, but I'm finding I'm attracting more and more entrepreneur, like web design entrepreneurs. Um, yeah. But as of right now, yeah, that's the current setup. Well, the first thing I would just say is uh, a lot of times, you know, you'll you'll hear advice on the internet that there's, you know, the perfect business model and there's not. Like some people try to include community in with the courses as an example. Um, you've and you you've made a decision that your courses are one-time purchases, right? Lifetime yes, access. They are separate. Lifetime access, yep, yeah, one-time purchases that is separate from the community. And do they get any support in the courses or are they more just passive income style, go at your own pace, like just this follow along. And it's, it's an information product that is done and good to go. Is that so right? That actually is the main purpose of this call. Okay. Because I'm trying to figure out how to better support my students, mm -hmm. not my members, but most of my members are students. I think I've only had one person become a member who wasn't in courses. Um, so generally, it goes to the path I just told you. From a student to their, you know, they love the course, they're getting a lot of results. Now they want to connect with me and connect with my my tribe uh, and have that community. So the question is, though, yeah, for the as of right now, I have over eight hundred students now in my courses. The question is, how do I support them without? it becoming a separate type of membership and then without getting myself into too much trouble time-wise because I could sit and answer questions all day. Um, but that's a little tricky if you have somebody who just did a one-time purchase, but then there's, you know, then there's a, yeah. a, an open type of forum. So what I have in place right now is I do have a handful of Facebook groups for certain courses. Okay. So when somebody joins, uh, I have one for my business course, my maintenance plan course, my CSS course, mainly for technical questions, and then um, uh, what's it? Oh, my SEO course. Now, the trick is, though, those are on Facebook. And as we've all kind of learned, it's very, very tricky to have a community like that on Facebook um, that is 
related to a certain course or a training because of all the ideas and issues we can think of. There's distractions, there's just polarization. At the time of recording this, we just came out of like the most divisive political season <laughs> ever. So when we're still in the heart of like coronavirus and everything going on. So um, that leads me to think about pulling my course groups off of Facebook and maybe use Circle, which is the platform I have my club through, and almost maybe have like a circle thread per course. Because the problem is I don't want somebody to to go through one course and then have access to a different course group because, you know, I trust most everybody, but I don't know if I trust everybody not to share assets and checklists and stuff from certain courses um, with other people necessarily. So, so that's one that's one question I have is to go about it that way. Um, I guess maybe we could start there because that's we could probably yeah, do yeah. that. But yeah, that's my biggest question. There's a lot. Really. There's a lot in there. The place I start with is the end, which is you know the classic marketing or sales thing that I'm sure you've heard that a confused mind doesn't buy. So what that means is when it comes to packaging what we're doing here, we're packaging a training opportunity. Uh, you really want to have three or less options. So at the end of the day how can we offer this with three or less options? And otherwise it becomes too confusing. Like, okay, I got this over here, this over here, this upsell, downsell, cross. You can easily get in a spaghetti mess. And it's the more creative and entrepreneurial you are, the more dangerous and likely that is to happen. So the first, there's a couple key concepts here I would get into. The first is if you've uh, heard of the the online learning courses called Masterclass, I'm imagining you've seen those. So See that's ads, yeah, that's where we can learn comedy from Steve Martin, or we can learn entrepreneurship from Sarah Blakely from Spanx or whatever. Those are super cheap. The you get all these courses by the best in the world instructors in these like niches, like writing a book, being a DJ, being an entrepreneur, being funny, all this stuff. But it's only fifteen dollars a month. The reason it's so cheap is because of the lack of fidelity, which means access. Like I can't call Steve Martin and and get some joke advice, uh, but I could I could take his self study do it yourself course in the next month. I could learn from Sarah Blakely. So when we think about you supporting people either in the forum or on like a Zoom office hours call or inside of a community and even the community supporting each other, these are value adds, which allows um, price price uh, action for you to move pricing up based on the value. There's several factors that go into pricing, which uh, we could get into or not, but in terms of how, what is, makes sense at what price point, but before even looking at pricing, um, the other lever you have is, the term. So lifetime access is very different from for a month or for a year. Yeah. And we, again, if we dial it back to like, okay, we can only really have three offers without running the risk of confusing people. So the place I would start, I always try to go to the, what is the absolute simplest solution? Um, and if I could come up with three packages based on what I know you have right now, I would do the, um, course only option so self-study course only there's nothing else outside of that uh then the course 
plus um, community option and uh, like a um, probably a, a, at minimum like a monthly one hour office hour that you or somebody on the team runs that's quite a bit more because it has more fidelity or more access. And I would actually probably stop there. Instead of going to three options, we have two options with our courses. Course, option one, option two is course plus coaching plus community. And then the, the ongoing membership you have is more of a continuity program or upsell that happens, that's just there to for added value beyond the, the focus of these individual courses. Mm-hmm. So um, whether to do it on Facebook or whether to do it on Circle, we can talk about that. Like the platform, before we get into that and price points and frequency and stuff, I think this, this fundamental like packaging thing is important. Um, so I, I don't know, what's your reaction to that? I, I definitely understand that framework and yeah. there's a lot I like about that. I'm going to put a big however out there though. Yeah. Um, however, my courses have been out for a while. Some of them are two years old that I'm actually getting ready to, to revamp. Um, and not that that would change too much because it's not going to change the pricing. I, I feel pretty good about the price points I have for the courses. Yeah. Um, my thing though is I don't know if I would necessarily want to. I don't know if I would even want to offer a course without some sort of support. I guess I kind of do right now. A few of my courses don't have a group with them, but any of my students are welcome to email me. I always get back with them. Not many do, but um, my thinking was to do something that one of my mentors, Pat Flynn does because I'm in a couple of his courses and he does office hours once a week for anyone in any course. So that's cool. That, that time boxing is really office hours is the easiest way to add that value. And if you time box it yeah, and you do it for all courses, so you don't have like 10 different office hours. Yes. That's pretty exactly. That's exactly what I did not want to get into was to have to, migrate between all the like the coaching for this one versus this one, I would be totally open to doing an on average weekly or biweekly office hours, which may be biweekly for now because I do weekly calls for my membership. Um, something like that I think could be really great because not only would it have the chance for everybody to join and they could ask questions, but it will also be a great opportunity for upsells. Because when somebody's listening and somebody who just has my beginner's course, maybe they hear a question about my design course and I tell them, well, here's what I would do. And they're like, oh, sh- you know, shoot, that's, that's a good idea. Maybe I do want to check out Josh's design course. And then I can yeah. just keep on letting them know, you guys are students. You're enrolled in my student loyalty discount program. Remember, use your student discount code for your, the next course you're interested in. Or I do have a bundle option to where somebody can upgrade to the entire bundle. So I have I have nine courses right now. And they're all in and around web design. That's been one of the best decisions I've made was to have a bundle because people can either purchase that one time and save like 700 bucks or they can just upgrade to it. Um, It doesn't work out to quite that pricing if they upgrade, but they still get a really good discount. So um, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards, Chris, is just having a general office hours type of thing for all students, but still having those course-specific groups 
whether I keep them on Facebook or have like circle threads, which cool thing about circle is you can embed a space inside a course. So I could have a forum in the course where people could go there to answer questions. Now, how engaged that would be, I don't know. I don't know if they'll find the level of support that they would since people are primarily already on Facebook. So I'm not for sure. I'm not for sure about that. But that would take it off of my shoulders to where I'm not doing the support myself all the time. I'm happy to jump in, but I can't be answering every student's question in a forum. Um, kind of like the membership. You've seen my membership now. I, I, I jump in there quite a bit, but uh, if it's not something that I feel led to dive into, I'm going to let other members take care of it. So it's kind of a self-sustaining type of group. So that's kind of what I'm I'm looking to do, yeah, potentially. I like that. I like that. So the to me, that's a simple, simple packaging. We have a la carte, and we have a bundle, and then the place where I'm, uh, where I feel just a little bit of disconnect is if we have lifetime pricing, but you're doing ongoing office hours. I think that perhaps making it an annual subscription is better than lifetime, because you're. You're basically, if somebody comes and they stay with you for 10 years and they come to every single office hours, every couple of weeks or whatever, they're, um, the monetization is off a little bit. Mm, yeah. I know lifetime's a big selling point. Like people are like, yeah, I want that. And then there's no fear and less mental calculus. But if you're literally adding recurring value, it kind of makes sense to have recurring pricing. Yeah. So my, I still would view that as a, that's kind of a mini membership. I think that might, where I could see that getting confusing though, Chris, is if somebody has the beginner's course and they got, you know, an annual subscription to that, I might not update it for a couple years. So I personally might be like, I don't know if I want to pay yearly for something. If I don't even know if it's going to be updated, even with the support and all that. My other the thing that could be a little tricky with that is if they want to upgrade or buy different courses, I feel like that just might it might get a little tricky, although I know what you mean. But my my thinking with that though is have a one-time payment lifetime option for all the courses, whether they want one or whether they want the full bundle. And then as I continue to promote my membership, which is a big ad, I really want most all the serious people to to go to my membership. Um, that and I'm going to be doing additional courses that are going to be in and around web design. So my thinking is, my thinking is, if I have office hours and a lot of people are joining for these calls, it's a little more. It's not as personal as my membership, but it's not as public as say like a live Q and A on Facebook or YouTube. Is you know they might be much more led to to keep on investing in additional stuff that I'm putting out, or maybe it'll help them get to the point where they're like, you know what, I do want to like. I want to do this more. Maybe, maybe instead of every two weeks or every maybe once a month, what if I, uh, what if they're like, you know, I want to have a Q and A with Josh every week? That'd be awesome. Then they could join my membership. So um, that's kind of my thinking there. Just to almost even just keep it really simple. I definitely I'm I've learned just like you said as an entrepreneur and as a web designer in particular, we could just make things really messy. So I'm I'm even trying to stay even more simple with that, at least to test the waters. To, to do something like that. So I say all that to say my, my goal with an office hours type of thing would be to use that to stay engaged with students and use that as the upsell tool for additional courses for membership and new courses that come down the road. I like that. I like that. I mean, simple is good. Protect it with protect it. Like uh, it's the most important thing to protect. Um, 
a couple things just around packaging that I think are important. And I've done a lot of research and just experience around pricing, packaging, and positioning. And there's a couple different uh, vectors you can come at it. One way is the 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 who, like who it's for. Like this one is for the beginner. This one is for the scaler. And then this inner circle is for the lifetimer or something like that. So that when people are looking at a plan, like one of the three options, they're not just looking at the price and the features. They're also looking at who they are. Like, like, is this plan for me? And we see this on pricing tables a lot where it's like the starter, the small business, and then enterprise. And it says call for price. <laughs> this is like, they're, they're not only segmenting on price, they're also segmenting on the avatar there. Um, features is, is one way to do it. Like, okay, this is like one course. This one is all the courses. Uh, this one is, you know, one office hours a month. This one is four office hours a month. This one is uh, four office hours plus this entire community thing or something. Um, so, and then there's something called fencing, which you probably don't want to get into where there's like levers that they could like basically move, expand. That, that one's more complicated. We can just skip that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So the, so, you, you got, you got me yeah. thinking about, I had thought about doing different bundles. Yeah. So I would have like a beginner bundle for what my Divi beginners course, a couple other beginners course and some design stuff. And then I would have, uh, a kind of a middle tier bundle that would have maybe more of the design stuff. And then, uh, um, the business bundle that would have the business course and maintenance plan. Uh, I haven't done that yet just because I had actually thought about taking, and I like the term you, you use there, Chris, beginner starter and scaler, because I had actually thought about creating a, a really good funnel on my front page that helps people. Cause I am getting a lot of people, onto my site that are in different paths. So I'm trying to figure out how can I figure out what content, because we're just talking about my courses, but I have tutorials, podcasts, and blog posts, and Elegant Themes blog series that I wrote years ago that are still really relevant. So I'm like pointing people to all these different resources. So my thought was to have a funnel, and it would say, if you're a beginner, you do wanna learn web design, here's some free resources, here's what I recommend diving into, and then, uh, I would recommend taking my beginner's course. Uh, you know, that would be like the funnel for that. If you're a starter, if you're ready to start your web design business, these are some free resources that will help you. And then here is the course I'd recommend to help you start your business. And then uh, the scaler, if you have a web design business and you're ready to take it to the next level, here's what I would recommend doing. And that's probably where I would have my membership uh, in there. So that's kind of my thought. I like that idea a lot, the, those terms. So that's kind of what I was thinking I know that would be a little bit different than just for students, but that would be kind of the funnel that I'm thinking about creating. And I think that would help the right people get into the right courses. And then again, I think if I did a, a biweekly or monthly Q&A office hours for all students, I really feel pretty strongly that that's going to reconnect a lot of my previous students that I haven't heard from me in a while. And it'll lead to a lot more sales and, um, and just keep them more plugged in. I love that. I love that. Uh, yeah. And I've, as a guy who's done a ton of office hours, I can share from experience that, yeah, it's a sales tool. 
Like, I mean, it's not, it's not an overt sales tool, but just the nat, the nature of being there and adding value creates expansion revenue. Um, one more packaging and positioning thing is a concept called an add-on. So your membership, like your community as of right, as it exists now, I would consider it an add-on and that's great. It's, um, an a, a really good add-on whether you're an information product company or a software company or even a service company is something that not everybody needs mm-hmm. and maybe only 20 percent need it or want it but the people that do want it really want it yeah. so it's it, you pull it out of the features in the price boxes or whatever and it's this is something that is an add-on uh add-ons like if you study like a, a pricing expert, like there's a guy named Patrick Campbell. You can uh, find him on the internet. He's one of the best pricing experts <laughs> there is. I was going through one of his recent studies of how like add-ons are the uh, the easiest way to just better monetize a, a business. Um, so yeah, yeah. So if we have... Um, and also the the who like I know because I put uh, we do a lot of like uh, Zoom based sales calls like in group and also phone sales and people uh, when when you're talking to them directly on a Zoom or on the phone and they're they're like oh I'm a um, they're like which one do I need like you're you're all I'm always surprised how many pe- how many times people ask me like well do I want this this plan this plan or this plan like which one's the right fit for me. I'm like, well, let, let me ask you some questions. Are you like a starter? Are you a scaler? I'm not using those exact words, but I'm like getting into, I'm trying to identify that. You know, what is, what's your budget? What's your, um, what's your goals? Which is like, has to do with what features do you need? Um, do you value whatever X is? In your case, it might be community. Like, do you, do you feel like an isolated entrepreneur who would benefit from, um, not just learning how to run this thing and have my support, but also being in an ongoing community where you can support each other and not feel alone. You might be a good fit for this bundle. And then I'd recommend for you adding this add-on. If your budget's tight, just do the training first and you can always add a community later. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. That that was my mindset with the with my club for sure was that there's no pressure. And my big thing too, I prepared myself for this with a membership. I know people are going to come in and come out. Like it's not, yeah. there's I churn. Myself, yeah, there's there's churn. churn. Yeah. I would not take that personally. I would, yeah. I've had some people already have, you know, leave for one reason or another and they feel bad. I'm like, dude, don't feel bad at all. It's, you know, it's, I realize it's something where it might be a really good fit for a little while, but for whatever reason, you need to step back or you're in a new role or finances are tough. Like it's no problem at all. But I always leave the door open to rejoin and, um, you know, that's always the option too. So yeah, I, I like that idea. I think it might come down to how I phrase it. Honestly, Chris, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to, um, tweak any of the payment options as far as pricing tiers or tables for each course. Cause again, what I, when just based off of my situation, which is a little unique, I think to a lot of others is that I just, I do have people who will just buy random courses and they're at these different levels. I've even had people who are on the scaling side, but then they buy the beginner, the Divi beginners course, just so their team will learn Divi. So that's kind of interesting too. It's almost like its own little product that people sometimes buy as an agency. So 
there's all these little different in- intricacies that um, come into play. But I think overall, I think creating those funnels and having those recommendations on what resources are the next best steps. And then I really, I think you've sold me on definitely doing the office hours um, just to make sure all students feel like they can join in. Now, I, I'm, I'm very aware that the people who went through a course two years ago are probably not going to do it. Maybe some of them will, but it's going to be the active people who are, are more interested. Because a lot of times courses come into play when you're in that mode. Like if somebody's learning Divi, wants to learn SEO, they go through the course, they're really active. And even I've seen this in my groups, my Facebook groups, they're really active for a little while. But once they get past that, then they generally tail off. That's when they drop off. Um, and I've seen that. I just want to add, I've seen that as well, both with my office hours and other coaching programs and things, things I'm in. It's often a surprise how few people come so you may be worried about like capacity and scaling and can I get to everybody's questions and whatnot. But like you said, like you'll have some lifers. Like I, I've run office hours for four years and there's been people that have been there every single week and it's cool. It's, it's, it's awesome. But I also see a lot of people come in, come to one or two and then I never see them again, but that's fine. And uh, that's okay. And also if you run into scaling issues, all you have to do is, open up another hour, which I know we're getting into another hour of your week, or bring in a coach to help support the business, Who, which you can often find somebody in your community who really knows you and your process to like help facilitate a second hour or because of either for the uh, different uh, avatars or just because your capacity is maxed. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that. And that's kind of what I'm doing with my membership. Like next month, at the time of recording this, at least, um, what my SEO specialist, who I personally work with, is in my membership as well, and she's doing the presentation for. Yeah. I do a monthly training for the for the club. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm basically it's interesting. I intentionally started with my membership to see how I could do that for students in a roundabout way. And again, I still my my. My priority and the main things that I want to work on, there's really three things that I'm going to be working on moving forward. It's to keep my courses up to date and build new courses. I guess that's kind of two different ones. So I do have some new courses, but one of my biggest jobs over the next year is to revamp my current courses, keep especially the topical ones, to keep them all up to date. Um, so that's a biggie. The other one is just the content I produce with my tutorials, podcasts, and stuff like that. That's huge because that's basically my marketing right now. And then my membership. That's where a lot of my attention is right now. And now that I've got used to it, I've gotten a good flow with it. Um, I have a VA who's going to come in and help out with a lot of the admin tasks with that. That's going to free me up. So those are going to be the three things I, I focus on really primarily for 2021 at least. Um, so yeah, that's where I was trying to figure out how do I, number one, take students, well, first of all, take people into courses. That's the big one with the funnels I'm setting up. And another question I had for you was creating more like free guides and lead gens and cheat sheets and stuff. Um, Because I really don't have much of that right now. So 
that's a big goal for me to create a bunch of those, get, get more people in the courses, and then the people who are serious and who are ready then lead them to the membership to where, I, where I can really focus on quality over quantity. But I'll still have that option to do office hours for people who don't have the budget for the membership or who are still early in the journey. And of course, I still have my free Facebook group. That's my main Facebook group. That's 23,000 people now. So um, that's always an option for free support for people who need that. Those are primarily just for web designers, not the business-minded folks. Um, but yeah, that might be a good segue to the uh, the idea of like the lead gens, and I'm I'm really trying to decide what I want to call those, how I want to position those. Should it be a cheat sheet? Should it be a webinar? Should I call it a training, a webinar, a workshop? Open to your thoughts on all that. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to tie a bow on the bundles, and then and then we'll go into that. Just on based on what I'm hearing, and uh, I, I know this pretty well from a software perspective because we have a la carte and then we have two bundles, all right? Um, so just one way I, I might advise to look at it is you've got all your courses, you've got, so there's a la carte. Don't stop doing a la carte. It works now, plus the WordPress community is really used to this kind of plug-in mentality where I can pick and choose what I want. Um, so if, but what I would recommend doing is if we can only have three options, a la carte, and then uh, two bundles, like the starter bundle and then the everything bundle. Mm. And then the, uh, the, 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 the club is like an add-on that anybody can add at any time. They could, they could start with it. They could tack it on whenever they want. Um, so that's probably what I would go. And if I was on an individual course page and I'm looking at it, I would see like uh, like a buy just this course or get with bundle. And when, if I clicked get with bundle, I would go to just a very simple landing page that had the two bundles, the like 60% bundle, and then the everything bundle with all the courses lined up with check boxes by which one is there. So that they can choose, am I a la carte buyer or am I, do I like to save in volume? And if the, it's, it's bonus points that the bundles are uh, positioned for the avatar because it makes people even, it makes the decision easier. They're like, oh, well, I'm a beginner. My budget's less. I'm just getting the cheaper bundle. I like saving money yeah. too. Okay. I'm here to stay. I know I'm looking at this course right now, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to want that one later. I'm just going to get the bundle. All right. And then the one thing I would do for you is to put in a, a another add-on, which you haven't, maybe you thought, I bet you have thought about it because you're an entrepreneur, is the super expensive, we're going to a tropical resort, the inner circle mastermind that's uh, like very expensive that happens once or three times a year at an exotic location that is like the like a mastermind retreat. And that, that would also be an add-on. But what that does is it, you plant the seeds to find out who's interested in these bigger things. Like, um, have you heard of, you, you know who Chris Lemma is, right? Yeah. Have you heard of Cabo Press, the event he runs? I, I don't know too much about it. It sounds familiar though. I know there's a lot of those where uh, you'll, you'll get your, you know, 
top 10% or whoever. And then, yeah. Yeah. It's the inner circle thing or whatever. And I've been to Chris's Cabo press five times. That's how much I loved it. And it was great. It really connected me with other WordPress entrepreneurs. I, I hope to go back again in the future, but like, I'm sure I'm just this like really small part of the, this, this bigger, uh, you know, audience, if you will. That was more of a bonus idea. Like, don't get too distracted by that. Sure. But I think it's it's helpful because you identify, even just putting up a coming soon page, you identify if there's interest, number one. And number two, it helps with price anchoring. It makes the other stuff like, oh, well, this, you know, this... It reminds me of uh, some yeah. of my business coach, Dr- James Shramko, who has a... Oh, I know, Jay. I don't know him personally, but I've been following that dude's podcast forever. He does the Maldox oh, really? thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was well. Yeah. Uh, well. So uh, keep an eye out here, Chris, because he's he's coming on my show. I already recorded with him. He'll be he'll be on my podcast episode one hundred and two. I actually have Pat Flynn coming on too. By the time this comes out, this will already be out. Um, but Pat Flynn's on for my hundredth episode. So I've got a couple. Man, my podcast is full of gems here coming up pretty soon. That's awesome. And I just want to add James Shramko. I have been listening to that guy for a decade in my earbuds. This is the power of podcasting, everybody. Let him know. He has no idea who I am. I mean, he might be aware of me. I've engaged with him on Twitter maybe a little bit. He even contributed to a guest post or a roundup post I did once. Mm. But that dude has added so much value to my life through his free content, and he has no idea. At some point, I will give that guy some money. But anyways, uh, so... That's hilarious, man. You're going to have to send me that clip. I want to send that to him. So he's been my business coach for two and a half years. I I joined Superfast Business Membership and we have the option where I just message him. So we don't talk on calls or anything, but we just have a private thread. Yeah, he's really helped me take things to the next level. But just recently he said, make an offer that makes you nervous, number one. And he said, you need to offer something that is only going to be worthwhile for your top 10% of clients. And there's the old rule, 10% of your clients will pay you 10 times as much as they're paying. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where, yeah, my, my, my next step after all this was to figure out something for the top tier, like the really top tier tier people. Even a lot of them will be in my membership, but maybe those are where we do like, maybe that's where I'm dabbing my feet into more of coaching, the coaching kind of realm. That's kind of, that would be kind of the next step, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I say, oh, that's say, yeah, James is awesome. And that's kind of what he encouraged me with. That's what made me think about what you were just talking there. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're pulling out the right words here. These help simplify. And I'm going to move on to your next thing, which is content, but their four C's are content courses, coaching community. And when we think about the features we're providing, just think about content as like free products for everybody. And then, uh, you know, the, the fifth C uh, would be that like premium mastermind the, retreat or whatever. What were the four C's again? Content, content, courses, coaching, community. These are all features. And then the, the other one, which doesn't start with a C, is like events. Like if you are going to do the your Maldives trip or your, you know, the Cabo Press is like a five star resort in Mexico that I would fly yeah. to or whatever. These are that's like the uh, the event is another level. Um, but basically, you're, they're all doing the same thing, which is we have a target customer. And maybe there's some segments in there like the beginner or the scaler, but we have this target customer and we're trying to help them get a result. We do that through content courses, coaching community, and mastermind retreats, right? Um, 
So if we're going to build a marketing funnel for this and get leads, one of the important things is to look at um, segmentation. When a coach or a course creator does it really, really well, somebody may fall into this and not even realize that there's like a lower level option for the starter for as an example like if i'm a scaler and i fall into your content i'm on youtube and i see this video and it says it's calling telling me to go here and then i buy your your membership for the oh yeah i'm a uh, i'm a scaler i'm trying to go from you know break the 10k a month barrier as a web designer or something like that or 5k or whatever it is um then that's me i'm in and then later I find out about your mastermind retreat because you're planting seeds and I've got an aspirational thing. But oh, that membership, the add-on for the club, I can just add right now. But to back up and look at lead gen, um, I, my favorite way to think about it is I have a framework I use called the YouTube traffic system. And especially since you're in WordPress, I would um, uh, look at this. And I know you've had a lot of success with your YouTube channel as well. So basically what we do is we create the buyer's journey going from unaware to problem aware to product aware to solution aware. And we make a piece of video content for that. I would do a separate one of those for each um, uh, each of your, your segments of your avatar. So for the starter, and it, so I'm not saying you're already a professional YouTuber, but what I'm asking you to do is to make one video per stage per avatar. Gotcha. So like, like a, an unaware video, like, hey, I'd like to, um, uh, I want to figure out how to work online, work remotely. That's like totally unaware. And then the, pro the problem aware is like, oh, I should build out a WordPress agency. I, I like this. I, I like design. Building websites fun. Some kind of video around that. And then um, product aware is like, oh, I need a guide to, to help me get through this. Um, what, what should I do? How do I evaluate like, you know, Troy Dean versus Josh Hall versus um, some other WordPress person? Like, how do I figure this out? Like, yeah. who are these WordPress coaches and, and like, um, agency accelerator people and then once i'm aware of josh hall i'm like what's josh hall got well josh and then it's that's like your solution aware video which then we have a call to action of like if you like this video um go to my free course lead magnet or yeah. download this uh this cheat sheet I or whatever. Yeah, so I had thought about, I love where your head's at, Chris. I think either way we've established that I've got three, three funnels basically. Yeah. And I definitely need to cater content to those funnels and help people because it's going to be the best for everybody. Cause right now my site's a little confusing. People just aren't quite sure what they're looking for. Off. Let me give you a, let me give you an example from me. This is, sure. is so much clearer now. Cause I have like WordPress professionals in my audience, but I also have do it yourself experts. They need separate funnels and separate content. Yes. And once I gave myself permission to like do that and not try to make something that works for everybody, it gets so much easier, right? To make content that's really helpful and like speaks directly to the person, right? Yes, yes. And that's kind of where I was thinking I had thought about doing a lead gen, whether it's a webinar training or a cheat sheet or a workshop 
for each course. So like I would do a, a video on like a beginner's like getting started with Divi, free guide yeah. kind of thing. Here's the basic stuff and then that would lead them into the Divi beginner's course. I could have the same one for my process. Like if your process is a scattered mess, here are my five phases. So here's some basic info on the five phases cheat sheet, but then that would lead them to my full process course to where they see the old, all the ins and outs of the course. And then same thing with like my business course. So like if you're ready to scale your business, but you need help with these areas. I mean, I shoot the business side of things. I could make a freebie for each thing. I could make a freebie for sales, a freebie for pricing. You know, I, that could really be a massive, I could really grow as James Ramco likes to say as an octopus of arms to bring people in that way. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. My question real quick, cause I know we're getting on tight on time is what should I call these? Do you have any research or have you seen like things that work better, whether they're called webinars versus trainings versus workshops. The content um, or the, the content upgrade thing. The con just the content. These free these free resources that are lead magnets that I'm going to create. I'm still warring with myself as far as what I should call them because they're not going to be live. These are going to be something that I put out there that people can go through. And I'll probably revamp it or create edited. But a perfect example is what Pat Flynn has in place because this is how I got connected with him. I heard Pat Flynn on James' podcast, liked him, heard his name before. I knew I wanted to start a podcast. And when I checked out Pat Flynn, I saw he had a free video on getting a podcast started. And that video led to a cheat sheet that had a free webinar, a 45-minute webinar. So yeah. I went through the webinar, went through the cheat sheet, and then that upsold me to the podcasting course, which I then went through. So you're asking what to call the cheat sheet type thing? Yes, yes. What they're called is a free resource. Because if you use that word, basically when you create, let's imagine you're creating a, a YouTube video, you would seed the lead magnet at the beginning of the YouTube video. So I would do like some kind of interrupt open like, hey, are, are you feeling frustrated trying to pit, find the right page builder for your business? I'm going to go over why I love divvying all this and stay to the end of the video because I've got a free resource for you. It's an exclusive and then mention the name. It's called this stay to the end. And then you go into the content and at the end of the video, you're like, like I said, at the beginning of the video, I've got a free resource. It's called the Divi startup guide or the Divi, whatever cheat sheet you can, then, yeah. then you can get specific. And if this free resource happens to be a cheat sheet, it's good. If this next resource happens to be a free course on your website, it's just a different type of resource. Just do, okay. So that way you're you're just you, you're training your audience in a healthy way to just understand your flow of like oh there's always a free resource at the end and it can okay see I can start putting this into my podcast and stuff too because as of right now I just lead my podcast listeners straight to courses but I know that's not the ideal lead that goes from I mean it's it's helped it's really brought a lot of people in but I know ideally or maybe at least if I had free resources to sprinkle in there that would help a lot of people. Yeah, and, and just, just know you're super creative. Like it might be a cheat sheet, it might be a calculator, it might be yeah. like uh, whatever. It can be a lot of okay. different stuff. So my, okay, so here we go, Chris, because I know we got, <laughs> both got to roll. All right, this, this is why we need to plan like a Joe Rogan three-hour call here. We should do that, we should do that. I, I usually <laughs> talk about this for three hours. So, yeah. okay, my, my biggest takeaways are setting up the funnels. I'm definitely gonna set up beginner. Oh, and one, one quick thing. It, uh, you may already know about these, but you might, because you're pretty established, you might consider adding a funnel filter. And what I mean by that is whenever you have an opt-in form, um, 
what is like one question you could ask is going to help segment somebody. So if it's like, um, uh, like for me, one of my segmentation criteria is how, how many, uh, years experience do you have with WordPress? Zero, two, or more than two. Okay. I think I pretty much have that. The questions would be, I want to learn how to build websites. That's yeah, which one best describes you? Yeah, right? that's exactly what I'm yeah. thinking. And then that would take them to their pages with the resources. Yeah. So that's when you get that, be. not only do you get the email, you get that clear people end up in the right places in your CRM or however you're doing it. So yeah. okay. Awesome. So yeah, the funnels, I'm absolutely gonna start that. I'm gonna start the office hours for students, whether I pull the groups from Facebook to be TBD on that. I'm gonna decide what to do with that. Maybe I just want to make a quick comment. It's really hard to compete with Facebook with the community. You're, uh, what you're doing with Circle and the way it works, like when I get an email notification, I click through, I'm right into your site. I've gotten valuable relationships and connections. One of your guys had me on their podcast and uh, some back and forth conversations. I had a job posting I put in there. It works, man. You're doing it well because it's, it's really hard to beat Facebook, but you did it. Oh, dude, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, wow, I appreciate that, Chris. So. Yeah, I'll think on that. But the funnels, the office hours, the bundles, for sure. I'm going to do the two bundles. I love that idea. And then the free resources. Those are my takeaways from this. I've got it all listed out here. I'm pumped. Thanks so much, man. (laughs) This has been awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm serious, man. We're going to have to plan the three-hour Joe Rogan. Um, So thank you for coming back on LMS Cast. You can find Josh Hall at joshhall.co. Is there anywhere else you want to send people who are listening to this on the LMS Cast podcast or on the Lifter YouTube channel? Man, I think uh, I, I think a lot of people listening to this would probably enjoy my podcast, which is a, a mix of uh, business and design related stuff. So uh, yeah, just head over to my podcast. You can just go to the website and just click on podcast and see if there's an episode that'll uh, get you pumped up and help you out. Awesome. Well, keep up the great work, Josh. Can't can't wait to see it evolve. Thanks, Chris. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.